now. It's time for NFL Network reporter Ian Rappaport. It's the Rap Sheet on the NFL on TuneIn. Ian, always a pleasure. Let's start with the announcement that Roger Goodell is receiving a five-year contract extension. Do you think there's any significance to the timing of this announcement with a owner special meeting coming up in Dallas a week from today? Yeah, I think it actually. this actually was the hope of having the contract wrapped, wrapped up before the special meeting, which is December 13th in Dallas, uh, you know, for a couple reasons. One, you know, they're going to get in the room. All the owners will have a special meeting, a full discussion of, you know, various issues uh, regarding the league, regarding Goodell, and, and some of the things that we've seen debated in public over the past couple of weeks and months. But it certainly sounded like they wanted the Goodell extension done before that, so his status wasn't actually up in the air. Not that it ever was anyway, honestly but they wanted to make sure they got it wrapped up, and that's what they did today. The competition committee unanimously recommended it to the owners. They spoke with more than 20 owners to get insight into uh, Roger Goodell and, and his leadership and various other things. Um, they had year, near-unanimous support from the owners, uh, and they got it done today. Ian, when you think about what took place in, in New York with Eli's situation, of course we all know it was an uproar. But now that he's getting the opportunity to start, how does that change things moving forward when it comes to how they're looking at the quarterback position? Do they go into the draft? Do they allow Eli to move forward considering there's a no-trade clause? Give me your take on how you think they'll handle that situation moving forward. Well, Eli fought for that no-trade clause. So, you know, being a member of the Giants is something that he wants for the rest of his career. I know that. Um, You know, now they get in the situation. Look, Geno played last week. Looked fine, I thought. Certainly good enough to be a backup quarterback for anyone. Um, you know, I think that was probably obvious. Davis Webb has not, but just doesn't seem like he's really ready to go. Uh, so, you know, Eli's going to be back. I mean, you know, if they have a chance to play some of the young guys, I imagine they'll do it. Um, you know, but I think what you saw now is, you know, almost like Eli's legacy sort of bolstered. He was taken out of the lineup. He, everyone was an uproar. Everyone realized where his legacy should be. Then he was installed back. So now he's a starting quarterback again, and I wouldn't be surprised if they go next year with him as a starter um, and then draft a top-five quarterback and have Eli mentor this guy. Chatting with Ian Rappaport of NFL Network, Marcus Peters suspended, not by the league, by the Chiefs. The club decided to sit him down for a critical game on Sunday against Oakland. We know about the meltdown that occurred at the Meadowlands. Ian, had Peters exhibited other behavioral issues internally that led to this decision by Andy Reid? Well, this was a decision that was based on um, his walking off the field while the game was still going on. You know, I know a lot of people focus on the actual flag, but this was based on, you know, him basically walking off the field. Um, He is an emotional guy. He's had, you know, always been emotional. And obviously in college, he certainly did not get along with the previous staff um, and and was sort of considered a, a problem there. He is a great player. Um, and the Chiefs knew when they drafted him that having him in the right environment would be important. They think this is going to help. Um, and, look, you got to draw the line somewhere. I mean, for Andy Reid to do this before probably the biggest game of the season is unbelievable, uh, and I'm not sure we'd see a lot of other coaches uh, do what he did. Ian, looking at the Detroit Lions with Matthew Stafford, it's somewhat the same scenario as last year. Uh, in the latter part of the season, he ends up hurting his finger, uh, you saw what happened at the latter part of that season. And all of a sudden, now here it is. It's his right hand along with his right ankle. 
Do you feel they need to find another way offensively to help him out just a little bit? Because they hadn't had a 100-yard rusher going dating back to 2013. Is the running game going to be the answer to help him out just a little bit? I mean, they wished it would be, but, you know, Theo Riddick was their starter last week. Um, you know, Amir Abdullah was out, but, you know, to me it sounds like they were kind of moving on from him, at least temporarily anyway, that he was not going to be the starter. Um, so they're trying like crazy to get a running game. And, you know, I think the offensive line needs to be better, too. There's a lot of fanfare when Taylor Decker came back, and, and he's a great player. But he hasn't quite played like that this year. And, you know, he's recovering from an injury, so it's not a huge surprise. But, you know, they need to block better. They need to play better in general. Um, and there really is no more room for error. We know that. Finally, with Ben McAdoo being released of his duties or relieved of his duties, pushed out on Monday, could any other head coaches fail to make it to the end of the season? Yeah, we could have some. Um, certainly could. You know, and um, I think you're probably not going to see anything immediate because there's no uproar for, you know, the culture struggling out, for instance. That'd be one potential example. But you know, I don't think anyone's going to you know, rush and say Chuck Pagano needs to be gone. You know, this was really the only one that needed immediate action. I mean, maybe, you know, you see teams right after Sunday or, you know, going into week 17 where teams are, we want to get a jump on it a little bit. Um, But I don't think you'll see a situation where someone races to fire someone because at this point, you know, like if you're a bad team, like let's say you're the Browns. So I don't know if they're going to fire their coach or not, but let's say you're the Browns, you know, You've lost every game. Like, what's the difference? You know, keep your guy, let him finish the season, and figure it out. Ian, great information as always. Enjoy the rest of your week, and we'll chat with you again on Sunday on NFL First and Goal on TuneIn Premium. All right, thank you. You've been listening to No Huddle with Brian Weber and former Steelers quarterback Cordell Slash Stewart live on the NFL on TuneIn. 20, 15, 10, 5, touchdown. The National Football League is on TuneIn.